Hey, Maddie. What? What do you get when you mix a Virgo and a Sagittarius? A good time. A hot mess. <laughs> Hi there. My name is Allison. I'm Maddie. And we are two best friends from northern Minnesota who both enjoy low-maintenance houseplants, highly caffeinated beverages, and everything spooky. In our podcast, our conversations are going to range from being zen and mindful to strange and unusual. It's not a phase, Mom. Or is it? And we're back. And we're back, 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 back again. With episode 19. 19. 19. We're so close to 20. 20. That's 20 weeks. That's five months now. We've almost been doing this five months. (laughs) That's so cool. That is so cool. (laughs) That's almost half a year. When we hit double. Oh my gosh. That is. (laughs) Damn. Damn, Daniel. That's very cool. This is amazing. What are we going to talk about today? Mm, wow, wow. Get into it. Well, well I feel we're going to go on rabbit trail, so I figured, oh, let's talk about And then we're going to ask, like, how our day is and all that Oh, okay, stuff. great, I, great. Like, we're okay. not going to just, like, Give people the benefit in. of the doubt. Exactly. Think, Be like, hey, works. this is what we're talking about, and then we're going to bullshit for and a while. we're going to trail off. We still want to come back. And then we're going to come back. This yeah. is what we're going to listen to yeah. talk about. Okay. Well, I'll give you a hint. Um, <laughs> It's a nursery rhyme. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh, oh, which which nursery rhyme? Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother forty wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father forty-one. <laughs> Hot diggity damn! Yep. I'd never heard that as a nursery rhyme. Love children, right? I'm only saying that because I found out it was a nursery rhyme from you <laughs> a while ago. Yeah. So I'm talking about the Lizzie Borden axe murders dun, in 1892. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. you know anything about that? I know a decent amount, but not. It, it's been a while. I feel like I'm a little fuzzy. Um, Did you details. ever see the movie? I have not. You have not seen that. I know. What is it on? Is it on, it's on Shutter? Or Netflix. Is it on Netflix, okay. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it is anymore. It probably is. It's on Shutter for sure, I think. Okay. This sounds like it's, yeah. I feel like it would be on Shutter. It's so good. <laughs> I love this story. It. I hope you guys enjoy this story as well. Um, what are you talking about? I am going to talk about uh, smudging and cleansing a home with smoke. You know, in the last episode, I was going to talk about it, but mm-hmm. I forgot and <laughs> got to the end of the episode and I realized that I wanted to talk about like the history of it and not just be like, oh yeah, do a smoke cleanse. Because I guess not a lot of people, you know, not everyone knows about smudging. Yeah. And I don't want to just assume that people know and I also don't want to... I don't even know about smudging. Weird or like new agey, like, oh, we gotta cleanse with smoke. But it's actually really cool. And I'm gonna talk about the history and like all the different herbs and cultures from across the world, what they have used, what they use now. And yeah. Cool. So a little excited. A little different. I I mean, I was gonna do something creepy, but I feel like it's nice to have this because if you're listening (laughs) to creepy stuff all the time and you're like, I feel dark, then you can smudge yourself and then you don't feel as. Icky. Yeah. Yeah. So I took the creepy thing this week. Yeah. yeah you, you took the reins on that. So how um, are you? Oh, are you oh I was just going to ask you that. Well, I beat you to it. Well, I'm I'm doing well. Good. Thank you. Good. Got to the gym today, even though I didn't want yeah. to. Ooh. Um, get them gains. Trying. Trying to get them gains. Summer 21. Heck yeah. We all have to be on our best. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> You're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> best body ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm good, though. I cleaned my entire house today, and all my books are in a thing, and 
throughout old makeup and I didn't really dust nice. that shelf. Don't look at that shelf. No, no, I'm just saying like in general. <laughs> the bathroom floor is really clean. I went to go potty. Oh, just, thank you. Yeah, I was like, oh, look at that. I didn't clean it. <laughs> oh, well, okay. That's the I one didn't... thing I didn't touch was the bathroom. <laughs> well, okay. Well, there's nothing on the floor. I mean, you know, me sometimes happy. there's like an occasional sock or like yeah. a towel or something. Yeah. And, like Thanks. nothing. So. Great. It, I don't know if it would pass the white glove test. I'm not like watching <laughs> squeegeeing things. Like, mm, is it clean? Yeah. You but, don't carry around a purse squeegee? I don't. A purse white glove? No. I usually do, like, I have my, like, purse hot sauce bottle, but not... You do have that. Not not any other things like that. <laughs> and your taser. Well, yeah. Yeah. A little buzz buzz. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Just... Guys, we're actually so not good. good. Like, this last week sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot... <laughs> like I, mean, I would good, say, but... like, all things, all things considering, a lot of, you know family stuff for both of us so it's just a lot but i'm okay yeah yeah so i just get tired after eight hour work i worked at eight today so i got four stayed a little late because it was busy and then got home really wanted to take a nap and i was like no i won't get back up like i can't take naps so right yeah it's been a long couple weeks yeah we're getting through it it's okay gotta keep on keeping them and it's supposed to be like 35 a week I know, from right. today. I know. I was looking. Like, grab your chacos. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I, I just painted my toenails. I scrubbed my feet last night. Like, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a tan in March. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, my God. A week from today is. <gasps> Nuh-uh. Hmm. What's seven days from 16? Huh? 23? You have it in front of you. I know. Yeah, it's so it's the, it's the 23rd. I yeah. was thinking it was March already, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh. Weeks away is March. Okay. Also, um, birthday shout out to one of our good friends, Juliana. Yeah, happy birthday, Juliana. Yep. She's uh, 23 today. Not a good year. So, 23 is a good year. Fun. I hope she enjoys it. Anyways, so yeah, let's. uh, Yeah, let's jump in. Talk about murder. Do you want? Do you want to start? I started last time. I think I want you to start. Okay. All right. Well. When you think, okay, well, when you hear smudging or saging, like, what, what comes to mind for you? Ooh, clean, like, Scrub clean your energy, clean mm-hmm. your house. Smudging, I think of, like, sage and smoke and mm-hmm. intention and, like, power mm-hmm. and good Just, vibes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good vibes. <laughs> yeah. I love how your face changed. You're like, vibes. <laughs> Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of? Um. Well, I guess you. you roughly have a the same. I mean. Biased. Yeah. I mean, I, I I love smudging. It's so nice. I've also like. I mean, I've always loved incense too. So I feel like I've always mm-hmm. loved having like candles and smoke and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. We should yeah. light incense right now. Would we you should. like that? I would love that. Okay. Do we? Yeah. We're gonna pause. Elevator. What was that? All right, we back. We're back. So you love incense. We I love incense. We, we love incense. Burned some incense now. It God, nice. it's just so calming and just it like it is. It's just like oh, you know. Unless you're in too small of a room and your incense is way too powerful, like Ooh, if you yeah. have like the cone incense. Sometimes that can be like oh. you know, you feel it's like shag carpet in your oh, lungs, yeah. and yeah. you're just it's like, like Oof, you know, it's too much, too much. So there is such a thing as too much. All right. Um, I'm just gonna jump in. 
Do it. All right. So I'm talking about the history of smudging. So. Wait, we didn't talk about how you smudge. Oh, well, I'm, gonna, I'm going to talk about that. Okay, great. I mean. Just kidding. Yeah. Love it. I don't want to, I don't want to repeat myself too much. Enlighten us with That's your what I'm do. much knowledge of this said topic. Yep. Thanks. Talk about smoke. Okay. So the history of smudging. Wow. So the term smudging uh, refers to the practice of burning herbal material and it can be done for practical reasons or for spiritual or ceremonial purposes. So if I went out and like lit a dandelion on fire, I could be like, I'm smudging. I mean, technically, yeah. Essentially, hmm. I'm going to talk about all the like popular herbs that are used with like religious ceremonies and all that kind of stuff. But also cool. there are certain herbs that you can burn to like keep mosquitoes away. Love and that's it. still technically smudging because you're using a smoke for a purpose. Cool. So, haha. Yeah. Even, even though your dead stone sinks, they are participating in the witchcraft. They are. They are. <laughs> yes. I know. One one time this last summer when we went to the Boundary Waters, Brad's dad was trying to like smoke the campsite mm-hmm. with this uh, this fogger thing. Yep. And he ended up. Uh, <laughs> it like was a flame shooter. Oh, like, a flamethrower. It like shot flames out of the oh. smoke hole, and so we were like going around like pew 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 <laughs> in the national forest. <laughs> <laughs> blah blah blah. Yeah. That that's not good. <laughs> it didn't last very was long. Was it a dry season? But <laughs> it, no, I don't, we couldn't have a campfire. So ah. yeah, but Smokey the Bear's like, oh, don't no. worry about it. <laughs> and then Kool Aid Man's like, oh yeah. <laughs> Yes. Okay. The yin and the yang. Okay, okay. Anyways. Where was I? Okay, so smudging is the more common name given to the indigenous American tradition known as the sacred smoke bowl blessing. It's a powerful spiritual cleansing technique and has been used in cultures all over the world since the beginning of time. Smudging in general. Cool. Um, There are smoking ceremonies of the aboriginal Australians who use smoke to ward off bad spirits uh, these traditional smoking ceremonies have been performed following either childbirth or initiation rites involving circumcision. So that's a main thing in Australia. Wow. Um, another one is saining, S-A-I-N-I-N-G, saining, uh, which is a Scots word for blessing, protecting, or consecrating that involves blessed water or smoke of burning juniper. Hmm. And I found, this is straight from Wikipedia, so I'm doing my, I'm citing my source. <laughs> but I was going to put this all in my notes, but I was like, I'm just going to read this section because this is really cool. And I love reading about more, I don't know, kind of like, I mean, I know Scotland isn't Scandinavian necessarily, but European traditions sure. are kind of cool. Because I'm like, hey, ancestors, that's I'm nice. From there. I remember that area. <laughs> so traditional seating rites involve, oh wait, no, I talked about that. <coughs> So an old hogmanay, also known as New Year's, so an old New Year's tradition, um, or custom, I should say, in the highlands of Scotland, uh, which has survived to a small extent and seen some degree of revival, is to celebrate hogmanay, hogmanay, excuse me, I'll get it right for the third <laughs> time, with the saining of household and livestock. So essentially, early on New Year's morning, the householders drink and then sprinkle some magic water from a dead and living ford around the house. So a dead and living ford refers to a river ford that is routinely crossed by both the living and the dead. 
So after sprinkling of the water in every room, on the beds, and all the inhabitants, the house is sealed up tight and branches of juniper are set on fire and carried throughout the house. So essentially... That would smell so good. I know, right? Like, oh my god. Like fresh juniper. Oh, amazing. So the juniper smoke is allowed to thoroughly fumigate the buildings until it causes sneezing and coughing among the inhabitants. So like they get... Once it gets to the asthma <laughs> Then it's... This, I mean, this is not recommended, but this is just what some people do. I'm not... Don't do this unless you want to. And don't yell at me when you cough. <laughs> uh, so then once everyone's coughing and sneezing and like, oh my gosh, my eyes are watering. Oh, so smoky. Then all the doors and windows are flung open to let in the cold, fresh air of the new year. And then the woman of the house administers a restorative drink from the whiskey bottle. And... What a class yeah. act. Isn't it cool? Yeah. And then the wow. whole household sits down um, for its New Year's breakfast. Uh, Saining with juniper is also used in healing rites. Wait, do they do they stay up till like 6 a.m.? Or is this at like 12.01? They're like, all right, give me the bacon. Well, it says it says New Year's. I, I don't know. I would assume that they, they sleep. That's in my okay, head. Okay, because I was like, I'm going to be ready for pancakes at, like, one fifteen. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I mean, it says breakfast, so that'd be something. Pass the granola. <laughs> Roll me a clementine. You know? Yeah. yeah. Juice me some orange. I'm fucking ready to some eat orange. some like, hash I need browns. some breakfast. Now I like want breakfast gravy. food. Ooh, that yeah. sounds good. Amazing. A little uh, hollandaise yeah, no, no, sauce. I, I mean, I would assume... I don't know the household sits down to have their breakfast so i i would assume to be interpreted yeah Love i mean it. in my mind i'm imagining them waking up and being like all right it's time to burn the house yeah not burn the house but like yes and then you have your Smudge morning whiskey the house. yeah morning whiskey <laughs> <laughs> then you know you just casually pour your morning whiskey that's glass. how you start the day yeah. that's, that's the best way <laughs> oh god i i don't know this is just this is just cool so staining with juniper um, was also used in healing rites where the evil eye was suspected to be the cause of illness. Oh. Uh, but apparently that fell out of use at the end of the 19th century after a young girl with respiratory problems suffocated due to the amount of smoke that filled the house. So people were like, ah, this will cure everything. And then a poor little girl with asthma died. So not good in that um, aspect. Yikes. But even so, very cool. So... Um, another thing, so we talked about the Aboriginal Australians using it to ward off bad spirits, and then talked about, um, Scots. Now, um, another popular one you could probably think of that you might not imagine when you think of smudging necessarily, but the censers or incense burners that have been used since ancient times throughout the world, um, earthenware, fire pots, or... Earthenware? Earthenware, yeah. Uh, like terracotta cheese terracotta what's terracotta <laughs> like a terracotta pot like a clay pot <laughs> i'm like cheese cheese uh, not ricotta you were close so terracotta i just can't do it is a clay cheese i also thought the the space needle uh-huh. In in uh, Seattle it was called the Sea Needle. So <laughs> I'm How? just a fucking degen. I don't know what's going on. The Sea Needle? <laughs> was that in like SpongeBob or something? The, I don't think the so. The Sea Needle. I don't know. Basically, I'm just 
Are you okay? You doing okay? Not okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so... Yeah, so we got ricotta fire pots, <laughs> intricately carved <laughs> gold or silver vessels. Um, maybe something comes to mind like the Catholic chain sensor, which is designed for swinging. So they would like walk in like humming or whatever, and they like swing it around, smoky thing. Not meaning to be disrespectful. <laughs> um, but you could also think of, I don't know. I don't think they do that. Gregorian chants, that kind of thing. You know, there's incense everywhere. Smoke is just something that's always been around. Um, another, I mean, obviously another way of using smoke is to actually, like, inhale it. There are certain herbs that are, people use mugwort for certain things. You can use, um, pennyroyal for, like, there's so many different herbs that you can actually smoke, but I'm not going to talk about that. I'm just talking about incense in general to, like, fill a room. Yep. Um, but those are also, you can also smoke in ceremonial, um, rituals and whatnot. Yep. Um, but also, I mean, you think nowadays, like, basically any store you go to, sells incense mm-hmm. sells cute little incense burners that has roots in smudging and basically since the dawn of time so the oxford english dictionary's oldest citation of the term smudging as a verb uh is from 1599 in reference to the preparation of smoked fish so when oh. they're talking about smoking they were like oh we're going to smudge the fish Oh. So, like, smudging has always been used. I don't know if they sounded like that. I need to, to go smudging to go fish. smudge my fish. So <laughs> I can't come to the after-school party. I need to go smudge the fish. <laughs> Precisely. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, but using smoke to cleanse, refresh, or ward people, places, or things uh, has roots in cultures from all over the world since basically the beginning of everything. So, wow. Yeah. All right. So it's not just this new agey thing, but I'm going to I'm going to tell me on. more, tell me more. I'm gonna buckle up. Okay. <laughs> Smoke has been practically used to drive off insects, like we said at the beginning, and also to prevent disease. Uh there are a lot of herbs that are antimicrobial, so ones that are actually like really really good at cleaning the physical air itself, getting rid of gunk. Mm-hmm. And also are highly symbolic. Um a lot of times when you're using smoke to, I don't know, cleanse in religious practices or spiritual, whatever it may be. Um, the thought is that the smoke ascends to heaven as if it is bringing your prayers and intentions up to the gods or God oh or whatever. So wow. it's very, very spiritual. It can be very woohoo, you know, mm-hmm. kind of out there. But also it's just really cool. So some common herbs. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I know we talked about the green. We talked about like sage and you know there's all kinds of different ones palo santo <clears throat> palo santo oh so good so good it's my favorite it's like a little wood <clears throat> chip it's like a what a wood chip oh <laughs> i didn't hear that i just heard so shit i was like what oh shit it's so what <laughs> amazing so some common herbs used for smudging include sage which has been known to heal and drives away negative energies or influences it's kind of like the main OG, you think of smudging, you got a mm-hmm. bundle of sage. sage. Or white, white sage. sage, that's like yeah. classic. Uh, cedar is good for overall protection because cedar trees are old and powerful spirits. See, they're like old Hell yeah. cedar trees. Oh, love me a good Hell cedar. Hell yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. It just, I don't know, when, it, when it, they talk about like woods, I feel like I've always really been drawn. <laughs> I don't know why I do that yes, with my hand. Just need the woods. Some woods. <laughs> no, I always, like, I love the forest. I mean, obviously mm. growing up on a farm, always being surrounded by trees. Love me a good tree. Yeah. So, <laughs> 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 I'm 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You could pretend. How am, I to <laughs> How am I supposed to respond to that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I live in the North Shore. I, I well, love no, I, being I, a good I, I tree. Know, I know. Not being an ass. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded, okay, whatever. Okay. So you think of like, I don't know, when I think of like cedar, like pine, all that kind of stuff, it's just very homey and like woodsy. It's yeah. very comforting and warm. So, yeah. Another good one is sweetgrass. That's another popular one for smudging. Sweetgrass att- attracts, not attacks. It attacks you. <laughs> it attracts <laughs> your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> it attracts positive energy and is a sweet feminine herb. Uh, Ooh, there was get some good feminine energy. Yes, get some exactly. Femergy. Some femergy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> There is an article, I, I did kind of a deep dive on this, and there was one website that I found, it was very, very out there, it had some really good information, but I was like, ooh, that's, that's, that's diving, like, full body and astral yeah. body, just, oh, and just, everybody. And well, they talked about yeah. smudging in the Rock seven, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they talked about smudging in the, the seven directions. Oh, God. So, I mean, you got... Like, your chakras? No. Oh, But I like where you're going with it. porous. It's just (laughs) shining through (laughs) you. (laughs) Uh, So, obviously, you have north, east, south, and west. Those are four. Yep. And then, as above, so (gasps) So below, below. and within. Ooh. (gasps) Which I love. Ooh. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. I love that. Uh, But they had, like, a full thing that you would say as you were smudging or warding or whatever in those yeah. different different directions and when it's wow. like ooh up to the sky the certain individual is like ooh up to like father sky and down to mother earth and then they ooh. talked about sweet grass being a very feminine energy and feminine oh smell and i was like ooh, i need it i love it where do yes. i buy myself some sweet grass i know <laughs> i need me some sweet grass <laughs> i probably probably anywhere i don't know amazon where, where, uh, you can buy anything on Amazon, yes. <laughs> hey, Alexa. Oh, actually. Sorry, everyone. What? I was going to say, like, in podcasts, if people, like, say Google or, like, hey, Alexa, and mm-hmm. if they have it on speaker, then all their things go bing. Oh, really? Yeah. So, That's funny. Sorry, that. everyone, if you have. Oh, you're fine. You have it. Yeah, They're fine. Get over it. You're fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Order some, some sweet grass. Amazing. Another herb is lavender. Ugh. Love, love me good lavender. Some lavender. Lavender used to be very important, uh, and it was used in mummification. What? Which I didn't know. For the smell? <gasps> For the healing properties? I'm getting <gasps> there. For the, <coughs> <coughs> For the what? <coughs> the scent of lavender is believed to be a safeguard against evil. Oh. So people would mummify their loved ones with lavender, lavender to That's protect them. Be. Yep. Into the next life, and That's so on. That's how I want to be wrapped. Yeah. I don't want a coffin. Just want to be wrapped in lavender. Fucking wrap, wrap me up in some so lavender. We... Give me like a spring roll type of <laughs> wrapping. <laughs> See, lavender. I was imagining like lavender flowers, and I was like, how would you wrap yourself in flowers? I was like, are, are we dipping you in like lavender oil and then dipping you in kind of like if you're doing like fried chicken? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, just uh, throw me in the You gotta do a the liquid fryer. and then a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So basically cremate me and then. But we're gonna do a little. Put some lavender in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like a, a nice marinade. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Mom, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, everyone. I am so sorry. 
Oh gosh. Okay, we're moving on past that real quick. Okay. So there's also copal. It's kind of like copal, coral, but with a P. So copal. So coral and opal. Uh, yeah, but there's copal? like no R. Just copal. Yeah. Okay, it's like your celebrity name, homie. <gasps> like I yeah. Like, I don't know like why the... I thought Jennifer Aniston is Janiston, <laughs> even though. <laughs> oh, Janiston. She's not. She's apparently with herself. Anyways. Good. You know? <laughs> when you like mix two words together. No, I know. Copal. Like... That. This is just. We're not. We don't need to go down this hole. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, copal, which is. It's a tree sap from Mexico. Wow. And it's similar to frankincense, so it's kind of sappy, resiny. Mm. And the scent is crisp and clean. Familiar. Crisp. Uh, similar to citrus. 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 Yeah. So Did copal. you know, like, citrus acid? is citric acid is what like makes your mouth burn yes okay well i just found this out like last oh. week at yeah. 23 i'm like spicy. wow this is why i can't brush my teeth and then eat an orange yeah my jaw will dishinge unhinged unhinged yeah. click off be like yeah. i'm out of here walks away have you tried try like... me bitch <laughs> <laughs> it is citrus season now for the northland okay. um do you try a lot of new citrus no what? You knew that answer before you asked. I know, me that. but I like to ask you because you you now like mushrooms. I do. So you need to try a kumquat. Yep, you need to try kumquat. We need to get a pomelo, and we also have mandarin quats. We had lime quats. You know what we should do? What? Have some tequila, and yep. then we have instead of the lime, we, we have a kumquat, or a solo pomelo. A uh, what is it? A pomelo. Pomelo. Yeah. Wait, isn't that a tequila drink? Paloma. Paloma. Is a tequila oh drink. my god, words are hard. In okay. my head, I always was like, oh, a pomelo, but I, I just got them mixed up. I forced them together, and I was like, ah, yes, this delicious drink is also the same name as this giant a citrus citrus fruit, fruit but yeah. they're not the same at all. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Beautiful. I love that. Kumquats are so fun because the skin is what's sweet, and that throws you off. You like you eat the whole thing. You what? eat like a grape. Oh, God. A kumquat is... Isn't it like a big grape, though? I like mean, Like a kiwi size? No, they're smaller than kiwis. Like, like a cherry I would, tomato? I would say, yes. Imagine a cherry tomato, but a little bit longer. So kind of like... <laughs> a little more eggplanty. <laughs> like, like a carrot. Yes, like a baby carrot, but thick. Like a, like a thack baby yep. carrot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the skin is sweet, and the pulp of the insides yeah. are tart. Oh, weird. So you eat it and it's like, <gasps> That's an experience. It is. It's weird because they, they also... It. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh. Also, uh, there's lemonade lemons. Oh. Hybridized lemons. And they're sweet. Like, oh. you literally can eat it like an orange. Because it tastes like lemonade. Can you imagine just walking down the street like non Shopping. lemon? I would. You should try that. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Continue. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting through. Okay. Both frankincense and myrrh used to be more valuable than gold. Is that why they brought it to Jesus? Yep. That is why (laughs) they brought it to Jesus. So, frankincense was used to embalm the pharaohs of Egypt and is considered to cleanse and protect the soul. And it has been important in almost every major religion in the world and is still used today in Muslim, Jewish, and Catholic rituals. And it is said to ease depression and promote clairvoyance. That's incredible. I know, right? Who created that? Who created what? Just think about that, right? Like, who created... Like, who, who designed made, it? Who figured it out? Yes! 
Huh? And then it carried on through all religions, which doesn't mm-hmm. that make you think that we're all the same? Mm-hmm. That we're all praying to the same thing? Yeah. Just different... <sighs> different name. Oh. 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 Okay. Amazing. I love it. There's, you know, it's just different yeah. names. Anyways. And lastly, Mur is said to be... Ooh. Let me try that again. Yep. Lastly, Mur is said to... Are you? Okay? I did not type this right. What I have typed is Mur is said to one maintain. <laughs> I think I meant to type is to help mu- uh, help a person maintain a state. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, like a sense can, of stability. Okay. Yes. So it is said to help maintain a state of enlightenment. Enlightenment. Yeah. So like one, once you go Aww. to TJ Maxx with Simon Garfunkel, mm-hmm. you're like, you've peaked. If you have some myrrh, then you're, you're, Even just, you're gonna maintain. Wow. And myrrh is also said to connect to the spirit of youth and clears the path of debris that stands in the way of one's truth. Wow. Yeah. Obviously, there are many other herbs that can help uh, or that can and are used when smudging, uh, but those are just some of the most popular ones and ones that have most history. Obviously, Palo Santo is top notch. Love that stuff. Love it. Um, also bay leaves like you can you can they like they burn really fast but it's popular if you want to write something down on a bay leaf and they burn yeah. it and then poof, whatever like it's happening it's very yeah. it's it's a nice like physical thing you can do it's ridding yeah yes yes but they burn real fast so it's kind of like real quick very instant smudge yep <laughs> it's a fast burn yeah, just, just, just bam. get it out gotcha. of my life <laughs> so now we're to talk about how to actually smudge so you can smudge a person. Bless you. You can smudge a person, place, or thing. <laughs> you I mean, need you can smudge it. Yeah, you, you can smudge <laughs> a human funny. being. You can smudge a place like your house or office or whatever. Your car. Yeah. You got some negative juju in your car, or a thing. So you can smudge objects. I usually do that if I get something from Savers or a thrift shop. It's like a little. Might be a little sketchy. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's just gonna, I'm just gonna give a little 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 cleanse of Rooney Dooney. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, intention is also involved with smudging, and you can make that as simple or as complicated as you want it. So it can be like this whole thing. If you're into that, you can make this whole ritual. It can be this just huge experience. Yeah, yeah, you could do a whole day of it. Invite your friends over. They can be bringing you know, the pot, the pan, the pots and pans, or the you bell. got little bells, little, yep. little hand clicker thing, hand like, uh, hand symbols. Yeah, whatever you know. Or Maybe you a can triangle. literally. Yeah, you can Ding. just have a a didgeridoo, a didgeridoo, <laughs> yeah, just you know. like that. Yeah, literally anything. So I usually smudge my house about every week, but I I also clean before I smudge. So that's mm. the main thing. That uh, website that I found, um, really like it. The person that wrote it is like a magical practitioner, so. Like, this person technically is a druid, so kind of more of a pagan uh, practitioner. But mm-hmm. in this specific article, they talk about, uh, according to the dictionary itself, like dictionary.com, uh, <laughs> the phrase, cleanliness is next to godliness, was first written by John Wesley, but the idea is ancient. It, it did not originate with Christianity. Uh, wow. A line we adapted from pyramid texts of our egyptian temple rituals um so going way back Mm -hmm. this is from 
um, pyramid text. Okay, I'm, I'm getting over myself. You're so, <laughs> this, uh, okay. A water may you remove all evil as Ra who bays in the lakes of rushes. As the lake, in the lake huh? of rushes. <laughs> ha. I come before thee, O Isis, O Ra, my purification upon my arms. So, oh. I mean, that's why I can't strip understand down. like fancy poetry because I'm like, I'm sorry. Like who? I, okay, wait. Um, I, I, we're what? taught to read between the lines. Like they even gave us a show read yep. between the lines, and like I still can't fucking understand it. So <laughs> made it through what college somehow. What lines are we reading between? I just, I just need you to really tell me the invisible ones. Poetry for dummies. Strip it down. Was, what am I supposed to take from What's this? What's a haiku? <laughs> <laughs> Who's a haiku? <laughs> okay, so I mean, this stripped down like. Water can remove a lot of gunk. Obviously, like, it doesn't take that much. Yes. Uh, water and okay. soap. You know, classic soap, and, you know, hot and soapy bucket of water. Yep. It Clean removes it. many ickies in general. Like, obviously, so physical dirt and debris, but that can also be good just to kind of cleanse your mind. And, like, okay, if you even think about, like, if you have a long day, hard week, or whatever, you just feel a lot of negativity, taking a long, hot shower or a nice bubble bath. Yep. Like, obviously, you are washing your physical body but it's also an act of like okay we're washing the day away Our fresh start body. spiritual mm-hmm. bodies um especially if you take a bath in salt because salt is very cleansing and purifying yep salt baths are top notch so good oh the best so you don't have to go like <clears throat> full marine condo like you know yeah just cleaning your space right. that's usually a good way to start you know vacuum dust wipe down surfaces uh, hoodoo practitioners are big on floor washes, so whether you're mop water, you know, you can, like, charge your mop water, you can do, like, moon water, or holy water, or whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. whatever you prefer, just scrub your floors. Some people also will dump salt on their floor, and then sweep that up, because salt absorbs negativity, mm-hmm. and that sounds fun, too. If your house is messy, and you're like, let's make it more messy. Nope. And then you clean it. You nope. wouldn't do that? No. Nope. I feel like your your shoulders just got, like, tense, and you're like, <laughs> throwing things <laughs> on the floor? Intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I, w- I won't talk about that anymore, so we don't make you stressed out about it. It's okay. It. Okay. It's good to talk about. Yep. You don't have to do it. No. Nope. <laughs> so... Another thing, so after, essentially if, you're, if you want to smudge your space, you want to clean. So nice little scrub-a-dub-dub. And then if there are any places in your house that just kind of feel like icky or dark or you got a, you got a creepy closet that you don't like going into mm-hmm. or basement's a little funky, maybe mm-hmm. a certain doorway. Or maybe not. Maybe you're like, what? I don't feel any of that. That's fine. Good f- lucky. <laughs> Good for you. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's perfectly fine. Um, but if you are... A little bit more sensitive to that kind of stuff. I feel like you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, for sure. you want to pay extra, like extra special attention to those spaces. Yeah. And also if you're going to do a full house cleanse uh, or smudge, I should say, you want to open all like your cabinets and like pay special attention to any doorways, mirrors, mm-hmm. basically anything like that. You want to get in all the nooks and crannies. And yeah, where was I? So... There's a lot of different ways <clears throat> that one can cleanse their space. Um, like I said before, you can, like, with intention, you can get as, like, wild as possible. Or you can just be super, super simple. Mm-hmm. 
But one thing, like we talked about before with saline, like you want to have proper airflow. If your smoke detectors are going off, you're using way too much smoke. Like that, that's too much. <laughs> right. Like you don't want to. We, 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 yeah, we don't, we don't want to. Calm down. Don't want to do that. The firemen don't need to get involved. Yeah, you're like, sorry, I felt demons in my house. They're like, Sandy's smudging again. <laughs> They're like, you God know. damn it. Yes. Um, obviously, it's hard when it's this cold, but you want to have some airflow, open a window, mm-hmm. or even like do a little whoop through and then open the door. Just, it's, it's obviously better when exit. it's not frigid yeah. outside. Yeah. Even, you know. Sometimes a good a good crisp cold air, though, is a really oh, good, sure. like, shock to the system. Oh, it's, it's great. Shock to the house. Yes. Just as long as you can open your windows if yeah. they aren't frozen shut. Or if you'll be able to yeah. shut them again. They won't like, freeze when they're open. That's fair. Kind of depends. Yep. But there are a couple different ways you can start. Um, a lot of the <clears throat> like classic OG, like, oh, you're going to smudge. You have to do this certain way. You don't have to do it in any way you want. Like, whatever you want to do, essentially. But if you want to go, like, quote, unquote, buy the books, buy more modern kind of spiritual techniques. Traditional, yeah. Traditional, I would say. You want to start at your front door and just kind of go through. Um, if you're wanting to bring in energy, positive energy or whatever it may be, you want to go clockwise. And you can do counterclockwise to get rid of icky energy. So cool. if you got so kind of... So you could do like both. You could do both. Yeah, you could do counterclockwise. So, <clears throat> you got I have a funky... I have a fr- I have a Four Seasons porch. Yeah. So is that my front door or is my wood door my front door? I would say f- to the outside world. So I would okay. say your Four Seasons porch. So in theory, go in there. I mean, obviously, if you have like a hallway that goes in, like obviously you can't like go through walls to do it yeah. exactly counterclockwise of your exact house. But yeah, it's cool. all about intention too. Interesting. Especially go through doorways, mirrors. Mm-hmm. Kind of whatever, I don't know, whatever floats your boat. Cool. And I love that. make sure to have a window open or a door because, especially if you were doing it counterclockwise to get rid of any icky, mundane, yeah, or negative energies, you don't want that to just kind of be like, how do I leave? <laughs> I right. can't leave. Right. <laughs> so open a door, let that stuff out. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's essentially how I do it. I mean, obviously, if this is something that you're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I'm curious. Do some research on it. Hop in. You can you can do a deep dive, and you, you'll find all kinds of yeah. Find your practice. Exactly. That's the cool thing whatever. about this is that it's not. There's it's no not like right like or a, wrong way of doing yeah. it. Yeah, it's whatever suits you. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever suits your boot. But amazing. That's essentially how we do it. I, I love that. I guess one other thing too, as far as like the technicality of actually like okay, you have something that's on fire, <laughs> or smoldering. Mm-hmm. Say you have a just like a little smudge bundle of white sage. It's yep. kind of classic. You want to light that with a lighter or a match or candle or whatever. You know, campfire, any source of oh god, a flame of some wow. kind. I'm gonna let that burn for a little bit, then you blow it out, let it smolder, mm-hmm. make sure it's smoking good, and you also want to have a vessel that you can put out your smudge stick. So mm-hmm. you don't want to just be walking around and be like, ah, it's too smoky. And then you <laughs> don't want to like <laughs> toss it in water because then it's not going to light again properly if you right. want to use it again. So that would right. definitely ruin your herbs. So a really good way to put out uh, burning embers is a bowl of sand mm. or a bowl of dirt. Um, I have a little bowl of sand. There's, you know, you also want to... Where did you get sand? I have vacation. 
Oh, okay. I was like, it's winter. <laughs> no, just... I... I'm sorry. Um, Target, do you have sand? I mean, yeah. You, you, can, get, you can get sand from, sand. like, Home Depot or something. Oh, yeah, I guess. You can get sand anywhere. Or you can get it from, I'm like, gonna a get beach some, like, in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Get some yeah I had some from Beach when I was on vacation. Amazing. I was like, I'm going to take this jar of sand. And yep. people were like, what? And I was like, don't ask. Yeah. Yeah. And you also, I mean, another kind of classic way to do it is wafting the smoke with a feather <laughs> such an odd word it is waft <laughs> wafting yeah. whoosh and push or whatever um <laughs> i mean if you want to if you're gonna go all in mm-hmm. just like yeah balls to the wall head first just yeeting yeah you would have a shell as your vessel to catch the ashes you'd have a feather i feel like with these things you'd need like three arms mm-hmm. but make it work maybe you have the feather in your mouth and you're like oh yeah whoosh, yeah 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 waft that yeah you don't need any of it but that's kind of waft that soldier boy yeah you know oh <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got cool so yeah thanks for sharing that you're very that welcome a, this is fun a topic fun story it's kind of yeah. out there so if you're listening you're like that's fine <clears throat> you don't have to like it you don't have not to do everyone it. has to smudge but maybe yeah. that's why they need more exactly or yeah. not at all i mean you know what the just just don't make fun of people. Yeah. Let people do what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So Now tell me about creepy stuff. Yeah. So, uh, alright. If any of you don't know this story, um, it's kind of gruesome, so I'm just gonna throw this out there right now that there it's it's pretty gory and it gets it does get pretty graphic. So if you are kind of eerie about that stuff like maybe this story isn't for you and i highly recommend you looking at it on your own because it's actually really interesting but it is pretty graphic so Mm -hmm. disclaimers out let's get into it um lizzie borden was born to sarah morse and andrew jackson borden um in 1860 she was the third child um her sister emma is 10 years older and the second daughter alice died when she was two from an illness Mm -hmm. Um, her mother died when Liz was two from uterine congestion. No. And I was like, what does that mean? I didn't look into it because it looks... Skunky. It sounds terrible. Oh. And I don't really want to put myself through that. Uterine <laughs> anyway. congestion. I wonder if that was maybe like before they knew what PCOS was or before they sure. knew what endometriosis or yeah. maybe it was a type of cancer that they didn't understand. Something's going on. And uh, that doesn't sound wasn't good. yeah wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So when Liz was five, Daddy Andrew remarried. <laughs> Something you said that so casually, Daddy Andrew. It's like excuse you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he remarried um, Abby Gray, and the girls mm-hmm. never had a good bond with her. They both absolutely adored and appreciated their father and loved him to death. Um, but they never got along with Abby. <clears throat> so at this time, well, okay, just wait. All right. So, uh, I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. Well, I just was getting ahead of myself here a little bit. Okay. So, um, like I said, they both loved their father deeply. And yeah. uh, Abby Gray was their stepmom. And dad appreciated it if they called her mother. Ugh. And that's kind of sad because, like, their real mom passed away. And yeah. I just. 
don't find that respectful. But that was his wishes, and they were like, all right, we love you so much. Mm -hmm. We will do that for you. Um, So now I kind of want to give a little, what are you, what is happening? I I just thought you could hear the, like. Oh, God, you can. Oh, no, no. It's hand lotion, but it's making a little, like, noise. Okay. All right. So anyways, we're going to talk about the neighborhood. So um, the the Borden family was very wealthy. Yep. Andrew Jackson Borden was very, very wealthy. And but, it, but the weird thing was is that they lived in a part of town that was mostly populated by poorer immigrants. Oh. So a lot of them were like Irish Catholics, Portuguese, Chinese immigrants. Um, it was not an upscale part of town whatsoever. So they were just kind of like the Rockefellers, like living amongst. Basically, yeah. Interesting. Um, he was such a wealthy man. Like nowadays he would probably be like seven or $12 million worth. Ooh. So a decent amount. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so he lived in the lower rent, cent- the lower rent section of town. Um, they didn't have any indoor plumbing. They didn't have any electric lighting. So they used kerosene lamps. Oh, yeah. Um, and they always kept the doors locked for the fear of his mm-hmm. fear of being robbed. Um, the house was originally a two-family home, but then they turned it into a one-family home by tearing some walls down, adding a staircase. Oh. Um, a house full of locked doors that opened to other rooms with other locked doors. So it's kind of similar to like the Winchester house where it's just mm-hmm. it's just built very <clears throat> weirdly. Oddly. Um, so there was no shared or common spaces, no hallways, just each room led into the next. So Lizzie's bedroom opened to her sister Emma's bedroom, mm-hmm. and behind that was her father and stepmom's room, but they had a special staircase that led to their room, mm-hmm. so they never went in there. And then the girls had a separate staircase out the front. Interesting. Yeah. Super bizarre. Um, so the reason that the Andrew Borden kept the house locked so long was because a few years before the murder there was a burglary and the perp made off with like a hundred dollars worth of products theories were that it was lizzie but andrew couldn't blame his daughter um but he did decide to lock everything up he kept the key to his room on the mantle in front of everyone basically so the only people that knew it was there were the people in the house so Mm -hmm. if it were to happen again he'd be like hey obviously it's one of us yeah like what's going on um he was basically taunting them to like take the key because he knew that it was only them Mm. that knew about it um so the girls they had a maid and her name was bridget but they called her maggie because they had a previous maid with that name Mm. so basically the story is that andrew borden came home one day and he happened to be locked outside of his house so he's like, hey, Bridget, let me inside. And so Bridget comes in, and uh, the family had been eating icky, like, po- not poison, but, like, spoiled food oh, the last okay. five days. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, like, they left it out. Uh, and Yeah, and they've been eating it for the last five days, so they all have gotten got super sick. Yeah, so he was like, hey, I'm not feeling very well. Um, let's, uh, let's go down and take a nap, right? Yeah. So he comes inside. Down. He lays down on the couch, um, and he just never wakes up, because that's when the murders happen. Dun, dun, so, dun. Um, yeah, like I said, apparently the whole entire family was eating spoiled food for like five days prior to this. Uh, Abby Borden, the stepmom, went to the doctor the day before the murders to tell them 
that she thinks they're being poisoned by a business rival. Oh. Yeah. Um, months and weeks before the murders, there was a lot of weird financial happenings in the house with the family as well. Like, so Andrew started being very generous with other other members of the family. Mm. He started giving away money. He started giving away property and houses and rental properties. And it was very odd. Um, he gave Abby a house of her own. Oh. And her sister was in trouble at one point. So they mm. were like, hey, just come and stay here. Like, you'll be okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... Abby was like, hey, I want my own house. I don't want my house my sister was living in. Because mm-hmm. uh, the privilege, right? Uh. So then he's like, okay, gives her a different house. Um, he had a bunch of rental properties, and he also had a huge part in the mills mm. um, in town. So um, I don't think I mentioned this, but this is in, uh, wow, I didn't even mention where it was. Uh, it's 1892 in Fall River, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. So, um Massachusetts and specifically Fall River had a lot of mills. Okay. Um, so he got to the point where he would know so much about the rental properties he had that he knew when the tenants got raises mm. and then he would raise their rent. Oh. Yeah. I don't he was like that. Such a business guy. Mm. Um, so John, uh, the Uncle John on the mom's side, he wanted to go talk to Andrew one day, seemingly like, they had business together, um, but it's good to note that Lizzie never liked Uncle John. Mm. They never spoke. He's they never, like, creepy guy interacted. Just they just didn't get like, along. He, okay. She just did not like him oh. whatsoever. Um, he stayed over the night before the murder and left earlier prior to Andrew coming home on okay. August 4th, the day of the murder. Um, so tensions had been high in months leading up to the murders. Lizzie and Emma actually left for a few weeks because the tension was so high at one point that they were just like, we need to leave. Like, this is horrible living here. Oh, gosh. Mind you, Lizzie was 32 when this happened. Oh. Um, Andrew was 64 and Abby was 69. I... Or she was 64 and he was 69. That's what it is. I always imagine Lizzie <clears throat> Gordon being like... 19 right yeah i don't know i mean obviously like in that i think of oh and she lived with her family but like i yeah. in my mind i'm like oh she's like early 20s well, like yeah teen. she was 32 years old dang so this entire house had a bunch of adults living yeah. there that all didn't get along very oh, well like no wonder why they didn't you know like no wonder no why wonder they had so why much they... tension yeah yeah think... so oh I just just one <clears> thing <throat> that it was funny I, w- I should have said when you had just mentioned it but um i think I think it was common that if you had, like, the stomach flu or you got food poisoning from food, people would be like, I think I'm being poisoned. I feel like that oh, was yeah. just, so that was kind of like the go-to. Like, the I believe I've been just... poisoned. Obviously, yeah. people poisoning each other, like, that was yeah. a common thing that happened. But, but stop. I don't think it was as common as yeah. people were like, the maid has poisoned me. Oh, right. my husband's going to poison me. Like, poison me. It's, it's like, not I, a clue. I don't, yeah. like, I don't think so. Yep. I just, that was just a funny thing to note. I was like, oh. Yeah. So when Lizzie and Emma went away for a few weeks, they eventually came home. Yeah. Um, Lizzie rented a room for a few days when they came back because she didn't want to fully be there. Mm-hmm. So she kind of like used Stayed it. Stayed somewhere else. Or... Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Um, she and Emma, when they came back, then stopped calling Abby mother as well. Mm-hmm. And they started referring to her as uh, Mrs. Borden. They had been living in a house... Like I said, with a bunch of adults that didn't get along very well, so mm-hmm. there was obviously something was bound to happen eventually. Um, 
in June of 19 or 1892, Andrew killed pigeons outside in the barn so Abby can make a pigeon pie. And if you've seen the movie, this is in the movie. Um, but the more I was researching this and like understanding this actual story, the movie is like, I don't like it as much anymore because they totally gratified everything. Oh. And it just, or kind like, dramatized just, like, dramatized it. Dramatized it. Yeah. It's just not, yeah. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> Lizzie was a huge animal lover and she saw those pigeons as oh. her pets. So, when she saw her dad kill those, she was like completely shocked, heartbroken, like just so hurt. Um, and he defended his actions by saying that he was worried about intruders because apparently local boys came over to the barn once in a while and would just hang out in the barn with the pigeons. I don't know. Like, the Victorian time was a weird... It was a weird point in life, but, like, I think you can be honest with your 32-year-old daughter that you just wanted to cook a meal. Yeah. Anyways. That's odd. Um... So even though Andrew kind of seemed like a Scrooge and just like a horrible, big, pompous, mm-hmm. you know, arrogant guy, the girls and him had a great relationship. Um, hmm. A lot of love. So it's not like this murder would be like, oh, the daughters just, you know, had revenge. Yeah. Like they just needed, they just hated him. They loved, she loved her dad. Yeah. <clears throat> so, all right. So prior to the murders, it was a couple days before, day before, I can't remember, um, Lizzie had been trying to purchase cyanide and she claimed it was for cleaning up for, for cleaning purposes. And, uh, but other people later in her trial would believe it was her trying to poison the family, but the autopsy showed that that was not the case whatsoever. So no poison in the milk. She did not have murder on the mind while she was drinking the milk. Just that claim was deemed inadmissible in court. Um, when, okay, so this is on august 4th this Uh is details of what happened that day the day so the day that it happened um andrew borden 69 came home on august 4th when he was locked out of his own house he had to be let in by the maid bridget so he goes to sleep on the couch he never wakes back up he was hit from behind and above 11 times with a hatchet his face was literally like sliced off gone um, at around 11.10 a.m., Bridget was upstairs <coughs> sleeping because she was also sick, because mm-hmm. she eats the same food as they do. Because everyone's being poisoned. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and she hears Lizzie screaming, like, blood-curdling screaming. And yeah. so she, like, comes down. She's like, "What? what's going on? And Lizzie's like, someone has come in and murdered father. It's like she was oh, super casual drama. about it. Yeah, she was super casual about it, though, which is weird. So Bridget then... You know, Lizzie's like, go get the doctor. So then Lizzie, or so Bridget, runs across the street and she, to get the doctor, and he wasn't home. Oh, and uh, Lizzie told her to get Maggie. Yeah. Or Lizzie, oh, sorry, Lizzie told Maggie. Oh, to go get Bridget, the doctor. Oh, yeah. Uh, to get a friend down oh, okay. the street named Alice. So this is the interesting part, though, because Lizzie never sent the service to the servant, to the Irish immigrant doctor who lived next door even though he had a really impressive educational background and served as like the city's physician interesting Um, was it just because she was like really racist or she just like didn't nor did lizzie seek the help of a french canadian doctor who lived diagonally behind the bordens because only a yankee doctor would do gotcha yeah so there was all kinds of doctors in the area but she didn't want those doctors yes 
So they come back and they're like, well, where's the stepmom? Like, what's going on? And there was, there was some word that Abby was, she had like a note brought to her at some point during the day or the day before. And she had to go visit a a sick relative or a sick friend or something like that. But then someone's like, oh, wait, I think I saw her come back. And then um, Bridget was told to go up and find her. The neighbor lady, Alice and Bridget both went upstairs to find Abby Borden, age 64, 240 pounds, that's important for later um completely face down on the floor with her head just cut wide open 18 blows to the head um and 13 of them were completely just like crushed her skull so um it is skull crunching just uh, yeah that gets me this was pretty nasty and if you're super messed up and you're like i want to see a picture of it there are, I have there are pictures. photos of it. Yep. yep. Uh, so yep. go do your own research. I don't really care to see that. Or don't. <laughs> yeah. Just no thanks. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So after that, the bodies were dragged to the dining room, which is on the main floor. Okay. So imagine bringing Abby. Oof. They didn't have, I don't, I'm pretty sure they didn't like. They had like stretchers back then. Yeah. Then. I don't know if they just like stomped her down the oh, stairs God. or <laughs> I don't know oh, they did. think about like <clears throat> how like crime scenes were at that time yeah they were like oh well oh, look just, at that all just, right yeah yep. i'll get into that oh gosh so um tampering with the evidence so yeah they were brought down to the dining room where that's where the autopsies were done immediately oh they just yep. oh they're just like let's get into it right they're now off the table let's cut oh my yep gosh. so uh rather than being buried uh, they're, uh, they were decapitated and the heads were sent to Harvard for science. For science. For science. Um, and then the heads were eventually buried at the foot of their graves after they were sent back and were like, we don't need these anymore. So then they were just like, I don't like that. I feel like I, I, at feel their like, feet. <clears throat> I feel like I've heard that. I remember learning that. But I think I, like, it's not blacked easy. it out. And yeah. then, and now I, uh. Each time you hear it, it doesn't get easier. Oh, gosh. That's just, that, that's so displaced. Like. Yeah. Like, did they, like, dig up the whole casket? Or did they just, like, bear a little hole at the foot? Like I don't know. I didn't at, care to look mm-hmm. into that. So, almost immediately, the cops were like, Lizzie. Yeah. Like, you fucking did she this. Did. Don't even, yeah, don't even lie. And mind you, Lizzie's 5'1". So, she's a... She's a feisty chick. Like, yep, she's but she, but she a petite. 32-year-old petite woman mm-hmm. in the Victorian era. She got a mean right hook. I, I, she might. <laughs> um, and they said it was her because she was the only one that was inside. Bridget was outside doing yep. work. Emma was 15 miles out of town. She had an alibi. She was on vacation. That is true. Uncle John was doing business in town where Andrew was. Yeah. And then he came home. Uh, Lizzie was on, the only person there at 9.30 a.m. when yeah. uh, Abby was murdered. So, around the time that her dad would have been murdered as well. She was the only one there. So, Lizzie then stated at the time of her father's murder, she was outside eating pears with pigeons in the loft of the barn when it was 100 degrees outside in a corset in a long full dress with a turtleneck on it. That is is where I like to eat pears with pigeons. In 100 degree weather. Yep. In a full length cotton dress that that sounds I literally like... typed nope in capital letters <laughs> after that hell nah that just sounds like sweat yeah oh, gosh. so uh three days later a family friend um who was alice okay. the neighbor 
witnessed Lizzie burning a dress with the cyanide she bought earlier. Mm. And that's how she was actually indicted for murder. Because Alice was like, 911, what <laughs> the flow? <laughs> yeah. So the family friend gave testimony later in the trials about that. But Lizzie said that the dress was stained with paint. That's why she was burning it. So cops are like, all right, let's check this place out. Yeah. In the basement, they found two axes, two hatchets, and a hatchet head with the handle broken off. <laughs> and like... That's not looking good. I don't like to like think about this, but if you're chopping someone 13 plus 18 times, I'm pretty sure the, the hatchet break, would yeah. whip off. Yeah. Uh, the hatchet seemed to be placed there with dust on it to make sure, or to make it look like it's been there a long time. Uh, the cops' stories aren't even matching up at this point when they got to the trial because some cops said, oh yeah, they found it like that. And then other mm-hmm. cops are like, we never found that at all. It's so like it's like, there's just like, so what? many holes in this story. Yeah. Um, they never found any blood on the hatchet either. Interesting. I mean, that could have been washed off though at the time. Like they didn't have like, but, like fully washing a hatchet. I mean, if she if she was she was getting rid of the evidence, she was burning her dress. Like maybe yeah. she was like, "I get me some Dawn dish soap, let's scrub it up." Or she's cyanide that she bought yeah. specifically for this. True. <laughs> I was just imagining the hot. So sure. again, all suspicion was on uh, Lizzie. There were so many hearings prying prior to her being indicted. Like so many hearings. Um, despite what the police thought, Lizzie had it super easy because like I said before, yeah. a five one petite woman, Victorian woman. Oh, she would never. She would never murder people with hatchets, <laughs> let alone a Sunday school teacher. Oh gosh. She was a Sunday school teacher. You know, it's always who you never guess. Uh yeah. So Lizzie was arrested on August eleventh, one week after the murders. The judge sent Lizzie to the county jail and this privileged suspect Mm -hmm. found herself confined to a cheerless nine and a half by seven and a half foot cell for the next nine months during trials um her arrest provoked i didn't know this this Mm -hmm. was really interesting um her arrest provoked an uproar that became absolutely national women from all over women's groups rallied to lizzie's side especially the women's christian temperance union and suffragists um lizzie's supporters protested that at trial she would not be judged by a jury of her peers because women as non-voters did not have the right to serve on juries oh shit okay interesting huh huh so you know like i said before this family was super wealthy so lizzie could afford the best legal representation throughout this entire thing um during the prelim hearing one of the boston one of boston's most prominent defense lawyers joined the family attorney to advocate for her innocence um, eventually the jury indicted her for three counts of murder, one for the dad, one for the stepmom, and one for both dad and stepmom. They okay. used the hatchet head as the murder weapon. Yep. Um, but the jury was super conflicted because the blood, the evidence that they had, like the blood on the dress, she burned it. So it was gone. Yeah. And even, even when they asked Emma to testify, mm-hmm. Emma said that it was stained from paint. So it's like who knows fingerprinting wasn't a thing well yeah no i feel so, like at the time they're like oh oh, oh no he fell yeah. in that way must be johnny right so the other thing that they talked about was if the same person murdered both the dad and the stepmom there would be more than one body's worth of blood on them so like when abby was murdered because mm-hmm. she was murdered first yep she was face down and the blood 
obviously if you're smacking down, yeah. it's going to splatter you, right? Yeah, it's going to splash But there was too. no other type of blood on the dad at all. So there was a theory that said Lizzie was naked to kill Abby. Yep. Put her clothes back on, like rinsed off, yep. put her clothes back on, cleaned the weapon, and then stripped to kill her father uh, afterwards. So interesting. the final trial... Uh, there wasn't any hard evidence. Fingerprinting, like I said, wasn't really trustworthy uh-huh. at that time. They had it. It wasn't very trustworthy. So they didn't yeah. do that at all. Especially because she's a Victorian Sunday oh. school teacher. Um, the entire crime Never. scene was tampered with because people from all over would come and just be like, oh my God, did you hear? Like, this is a this murder. This is where the dead body was. Yeah. Like, I feel like Tammy and Jocelyn from Bob's Burgers would come in and be like, <laughs> oh my God. Jocelyn? Like, oh my God. <laughs> There was the murder here. Look at that blood stain. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, take my photo. <laughs> okay. So Lizzie changed her story from the start of questioning to the final trial. The court ruled out Lizzie sitting and eating pears in the loft because two cops went out there to try it. And they were like, bruh, there's no way that she did this. This is fucking terrible. <laughs> bruh. That was the exact quote, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the 1890s, yes. that's what they said. Bruh. I would never. Yeah, yeah. I could never. <laughs> it's too hot outside. It's spicy. <laughs> well, yeah, they were like, no one well, would yeah, do that no. willingly. Yeah. So um, the day before the murders, Lizzie went to Alice, the neighbor, all hysterical. And she was like, oh, I just feel like something bad's going to happen to my family. Like, I just feel like this thing is covering me and I can't escape it. I feel like this weird, like, thing over me. Yeah, she was super weird. So it's almost like she was trying to, like, build her alibi yeah. before it actually happened. Um, so for the prosecution standpoint, the cyanide was thrown out as evidence and so was Lizzie's testimony. The judge, she was on, said that she was on too much morphine at the time. She was also on her period. So there's a lot of... So she got morphine because she was on her period? I guess. Why was she on morphine? I, I don't know. Was that get, was that, can I get some when it's the time of the month? Like that sounds great. I don't, I don't, (laughs) yeah. Is that interesting? Okay. Um, it was a two-week trial, and she never was able to take the stand. She was deemed guilty in yeah. her town, yep. um, strictly just because she lived there during the trial. A lot of, you know, out-of-town people in different states and mm-hmm. all across the country, they had newspapers, they had different perspectives and opinions yep. about her story, but um, her town in general, like, shunned her. Mm-hmm. They was like, you know, you're a murderess, you're horrible, we yep. don't like you, whatever. Um at one trial, they actually brought the chopped up skulls in oh. to like present them to her to see if and she'd show any remorse. Been, like, sitting, oh. Well, they were at Harvard for science, well, so yeah, but I mean, they were clean, like, obviously. How, well, yeah, but like. So Lizzie was like, "Oh no!" She passed out, uh, and obviously the the jury was like, "Oh, poor woman," you know. So she passed out from that, but she didn't pass out sitting in the barn eating pigeons <laughs> eating, eating pears pigeons and, and looking pigeons. at pears yeah so she passed okay. out about 90 minutes later the jury said she was not guilty mm. so here are some theories that go along with the murder um number one is that she was in this crazed state she was hysterical she just had a yeah. moment where she actually did the murders within the 90 minutes that they happened Mm-hmm. Um, the next one was she was gay and she was having an affair with Bridget, the maid. Oh, yep. But the maid didn't seem to be gay. Okay. Um, there was no reason anyone would think that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, you know, 
if that were to happen, uh, they were caught by the stepmother, and then Lizzie kills the stepmom because she was mad, so she kills her with a candlestick, which I don't understand because it was a hatchet. Hatchet. Yeah, where's makes, this, where's the candlestick? I don't know. That was a theory. Difference. Um, and then I'm she's crazy. like, "Oh my god, Dad! I just killed her." Oh you no! Know, goes to I'm confess naked. to Dad. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but I'm naked. <laughs> and then he gets upset because he's like, "What the fuck? You just killed my mom or my wife." Yes. And so she's like, "Oh no!" And I then just stabs kill him you too. too. Yeah. But like, um, wasn't the position that he was lying like he was napping? I'll get there. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm jumping ahead. Uh, there's another theory that she was being sexually abused by her father, oh, mentally and okay. uh, physically. Um, and there was no hard evidence for that. So if you watch the movie, the... So which movie? Lizzie Borden takes an axe or... No. Okay. Just Lizzie. Just Lizzie. Okay. Yep. So Lizzie <clears throat> with, uh, with Twilight Girl, Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart and Chloe Sevigny. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the movie... Uh, I don't want to really spoil it, so if yeah. you don't want to hear this, you know, skip ahead. Go but yours. um, Lizzie was naked. Yep. And she killed them both naked. Um, but she did change her outfits, okay. clean off. Um, but Bridget was in on it. Oh, okay. And they were gay together, but it was the dad that caught them in the barn. So okay. they kind of they kind of used like three of these, and she. The Bridget was actually mm-hmm. sexually abused by Andrew in the oh, movie, okay. not her daughter, not his daughter. Okay. So they kind of took all the theories and just like dramatized them. Yep. So I'm not really sure. Lizzie could have been gay. Uh, that was a that was a real thing that people were yep on board with because her and Emma lived together for a long time after the murder, and they like they bought a mansion together in Fall River. Uh, Lizzie called it the Maplecroft. They lived together until 1905, and then randomly her sister moved out, never speaking to her again for 22 years, till oh. they both died. Oh. So Emma didn't approve. So okay, so Lizzie was dating this woman, this actress Nance, oh. um, at, at one point, and Emma didn't approve of that. So some people were like, maybe she just didn't approve of that. You know, mm. something happened. Emma wanted to move out. Other people say that randomly in 1905, Lizzie was like, oh, by the way, Emma. I was the one that murdered our family. <laughs> and then oh, Emma was just like, peace out, bro. Bye. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. There's another theory that William Borden, because technically there's six siblings. Um, he was the illegitimate son of Andrew. Okay. Uh, he was also a butcher, was the murderer because of like failed extortion attempts or something. That was a theory. Hmm. Um, Another Those theory have to be like, oh, this is a strange family member that we haven't yeah, seen. Ever. He did it. Like, yes. What? Yeah. Okay. Who's also a butcher. He oh. knows how to use an axe. Where's like... the candlestick maker? Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a theory that Emma did it because she said it and possibly set it up that she was going to be 15 miles away at the time. Mm. And then there's also a theory that Uncle John did it. So basically anyone that was ever in this story, anyone there's a theory ever. that they did okay. it. Is there a theory that the pigeons were? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Ah. What about the pears? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. Again. Okay. So <laughs> if you look at the evidence nowadays, Lizzie's the only realistic option. Mm-hmm. I mentioned before that Abby was 240 pounds. Yep. Um, and that's important because soon into the trials, the cops went back to the Borden home and took a 200 pound like rock or, you know, something. Okay. And let it fall to the ground where Abby was found. Mm-hmm. Because Lizzie was like, oh, I didn't hear anything. Mm. 
the cop downstairs said the whole fucking house was shaking. So it's like you would hear if some you would yeah. hear if a two hundred and forty pound <clears throat> woman was falling on the floor. Yeah, but like, like like a full person, like yeah, you would hear like dead a ass weight falling. Yeah. Yes, um, she wasn't like a little ninety pound ballerina. Just like, yeah, she wasn't like placed on the just, ground. She was yeah. whacked with an axe. So, so. ouch. Um, cop said sounded like the whole house was shaking. So it's very odd that by the time Abby was murdered, um. Lizzie said she was home. She had to hear it. Yeah. Like, there's no way. And then Lizzie was like, oh, no, I didn't hear anything. So. Mm. Shady. Another weird thing is that when Alice <coughs> came over, when Bridget went to go get her, mm-hmm. um, Lizzie was super chill about it. She's like, mm. hey, oh, oh, there's someone has come in and they have caused all this ruckus. And she was like, let's get some tea. Like, <laughs> I'll grab the crumpet. You know, it's, it's just like. I, it's very bizarre. Um, weird things about her dad's death, though, like you said, is that his favorite jacket was rolled up and placed underneath his head uh, after he was murdered. Okay, okay, okay. And his hands were crossed on his chest. So it's almost like whoever did this had some type of an emotional attachment to him. So it kind of posed the body after. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Because they somewhat respected him, but yep. also, you know. So Lizzie was never convicted. She was actually acquitted. There was really no case against her because... A 5'1 Victorian woman couldn't do this much damage. Um, Afterwards, kids threw eggs and um, they just tortured her house for years. She was treated horribly by her town. And on June 1st, 1927, she died at the age of 66. A lonely old woman as Hmm. Elizabeth Borden instead of Lizzie. She changed her name. And Lizzie died first and nine days later, Emma died. Okay. Mm. Um, So... Emma would have been 60 or 76 at that point. Mm-hmm. They are all buried next to each other in the family lot. Every sibling, oh, every okay. everybody yep. was... Everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Emma apparently died from falling down the stairs. Oh. So. As, as one does if they're pushed? Question mark? Yeah. Huh. So, uh, okay. the home address, if you're curious of looking up photos, it's That's 90... Cool. 92 Second Street, Fall River, Massachusetts. But, Isn't it like, it's not an Airbnb now, but like, can you stay there? Or like, um, I'm not sure. I know Ghost Hunter people have, I'm pretty sure Zach Bagans has been there, but like. I'll look it up right now. I feel like a lot of places, like, I just feel like it's like, oh, this gruesome murder. You can stay there for a, a, a cheap You can day. actually spend the night in the house where Lizzie Borden's parents were murdered oh on August 4th, okay. 1892. Yeah, you can. Of it's a, it is a bed and breakfast museum. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Oh, the, um, the, oh, what's his name? Ryan and Shane of BuzzFeed Unsolved. Mm-hmm. They, I think they stayed there. Interesting. And they did. Have you That'd watched BuzzFeed Unsolved? Creepy. Mm-hmm. You need to watch those. Those are funny. They do, okay. like, supernatural ones. They do paranormal ones. They go to, like, they've gone to Point Pleasant and had, like, the Mothman Pizza. They've been oh, to. Fun. Um, oh, I think it's a place in Maryland. Um, like the Goatman, Goatman's Bridge. Yep. And cool. it's like, oh, Goatman. If you've seen the meme, it's like, hey, demons, what up? It's me, ya boy. boy. Yeah. That's that's them. Cool. I would I would recommend them. They're they're funny. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. And the one so. guy's a believer and the other guy's a skeptic, so it's really funny to like watch them. Like, yeah, they don't both believe. Cool. So. That sounds really We're funny, not sponsored actually. by them. But yeah, yeah, they're... We're not sponsored by them. Not at all. <laughs> but... So, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Lizzie did it. 
I really do. I would say so. I feel like she had enough reasons, or yep. it could have, I mean, she had the reasons, or it could have just been some random thing, but it definitely sounds like she did it. Yeah. But we'll never know. That's so frustrating, too, with the cases like this that are so old, because, like, I mean, you think about the fact that Jack the Ripper, still mm-hmm. unsolved, we don't know who, who Jack the Ripper was. Yeah. Because they would have these crime scenes and they they might take a picture of it and be like oh let's solve it but then they'd be like oh everyone look everyone yeah go touch it right move stuff around tamper it yeah dance on the blood yeah so hmm that's That's my story i'm sticking to it that's cool you made some some points that i hadn't heard before so yeah hopefully that wasn't too heavy on you guys but I think you had a disclaimer at the beginning. I feel like if yeah. anyone was like, I, mm, yeah, then, then. I love that story. I think it's so interesting. It's so, yeah. And the fact that they were all adults. Yep. None of them had kids. They were all the age that they could have gotten married and have kids, and none of them did. Interesting. Yeah. So, hmm. anyways, would you stay there? Nope. <laughs> I would literally not stay anywhere where the people were like brutally murdered. Yeah. Like that's that's your space, and I don't want to intrude on that. And yeah, that um, love you, bye. So, I just pulled up um, where to watch Lizzie, and it is a Shutter exclusive. So yeah. it's on Shutter. Maybe it, I think there's some things that are Shutter exclusives that are on other streaming services, but I definitely watched it on Shutter. Yeah, not on Netflix. Okay, yeah. So, so go get Shutter. It's it's so worth, so it. worth it. Oh, they have so many good ones. Like yeah, it's so worth it. Top notch, but creepy. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, we thank really you, appreciate everyone. you. We we all love you and appreciate you. I'm Maddie. <laughs> oh, I'm Allison. Um, yeah. I would I would hope that people can tell our voices apart. I feel like they're different enough. I hope so by episode twenty that they can. Maybe they just are listening and they're like, "What is happening?" Yeah. We didn't even like introduce ourselves. That's okay. Fine. It's all good. Where can people find us? They can find us on Instagram at it's not a phase pod. Our website, www.itsnotafazemompodcast.com. And we're on TikTok, Not A Phase Mom Podcast. Facebook, It's Not A Phase Mom Podcast. On Patreon, It's Not A Phase Mom. And we're available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, CastBox. Heck yeah! And if you feel ever so inclined to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, it really makes a difference. Obviously, subscribing on any other platform is great too, but if you gets us out there. If you like us, give yeah. us give us a little everything. rating, a little five stars. Interact with us on social media too. Yep, or, we love you guys. We love you. It's fun, especially people from around the world. Yeah, it's it cool. What's that song? Everybody around the world, are you ready for a brand new beat? Uh. Dancing in the street. That's what it is. Okay. When when you sing that, instantly the first song that I was thinking of is Everybody Wang Chun Tonight. And uh, I was like, nope. No. <laughs> nope. But okay. It was yeah. Dancing in the similar street. Similar tunes. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just like that. All right. Well, we'll uh, see you on episode 20. I yeah. Guess. We're, we're almost to the big 2-0. Big 2-0. I love that. We'll see you next week. Amazing. Yeah. We'll see you next week, guys. Love you. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Woo.